Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. One of a kind. This is Boy Prescription Man. And your girl Mary Jane, the queen of the co. And this is the, the Private, Private Hip Hop Podcast. Hey, I drink to that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing, man. Uh, Private Hip Hop Podcast, we are back with another episode. Yes, uh, we in here. Keeping it hip hop. Uh, our guest today got a very long introduction. Um, you know, uh, Waco native, uh, you might know him from the Cyphers, uh, man, the man has been, uh, just came off tour with Wu-Tang. Wow. I mean, the real Wu-Tang, you hear me? <laughs> uh, he's a, a Dallas Observer Music Award winner. Sound, sound. Uh, man, he's won Master of the Mike DFW. He's yeah, been official A3C. I mean, we can just hey, go and He's got go his own and, products on our uh, table right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, that's a long-ass introduction. DQ Hampton. In this thing, get this thing. Nice to have, nice to be down here. Nice to thank y'all for having me, man. Hey, man, appreciate you making that trip. I, I, I know you're no longer located in Waco, correct? Yeah, yeah. I've been in Dallas about the past seven, eight years. Yeah. Up there, I didn't have a son. Up there making moves. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm always back down here. What's your son's name? Nazir. Nazir. Yeah, yeah Nazir okay. Malik. There you go. Hip hop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear Got you. Bro. I hear you. All right, man. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, have, have you caught any uh, uh, other episodes of this so no, far? No, I have No, I've been busy. I've been uh, busy. Okay, okay. Yeah, busy man, saying. busy I'm man. Just, I'm going to jump into it and see what's popping. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, uh, the, if, for, for the listeners, bro, to get it started, kind of tell them uh, 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 a little bit about what you got going on, a little bit about yourself, man. Man, um, DQ Hampton, you know, for the real Waco people, they know me from Dean Highland. You know, other than that, people know me from the Cyphers. You know, I've been doing my thing for a long time. Uh, relocated to Dallas. Black Sun Media Group is the label I'm signed to. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Um, I do everything from writing music to being an artist to hosting to performing to branding bastarding to fishing to everything, man. <laughs> I just like doing whatever. But um, let me see. Stuff I got upcoming. Um, I got some new projects on the way. I'm also hosting at the nine, so y'all mm. come through, turn up, deep bell them. Um, yeah, man, I'm always doing something. Yeah, I know, always man. Doing something. I, I, I see you everywhere, man. I and salute to you, man. You somebody that over the years I've seen has has constantly stayed at it, bro. You really haven't had a time of a slack. You know nah, what I mean? Nah, gotta keep and, going. Yeah, I, I I feel like it shows too. You know, you you seeing the benefits of it. I, I'm I'm seeing you moving around and the things going on. I feel like you really you you executed, my friend. You got know to, what I'm got saying? To, got to. Yeah, man. Yeah. What's up, Mary Jane? You quiet over here tonight? No, I'm just waiting. I'm waiting. I don't want to interrupt. I don't want to. <laughs> Man, talk to Mary Jane. Right, yeah. right. So, DQ, you are from Waco. How was it like growing up in Waco? Man, love it. You know, Eastside Waco, Texas, you know what I'm saying? Born and raised. Gotta love it. You know, Wiley Middle School, shout out. You know how we do it. Now, Man. you mentioned Dean Highland, though. Yeah. That's the north side, ain't it? Hey, that was on um, fifth grade. <laughs> Yeah, that was no. fifth grade. Okay, always. but that's all good. I know how it is in Waco. But hey. uh, Dean Highland, I heard from a little bird mm -hmm. that you did a talent show in Dean Highland, didn't you? Yeah, Ooh. I crushed that mug. That's when I first got on um, Channel 17 Waco. That's where everybody knew me from, that Dean Highland freestyle. How, how old was it? 
Like, fifth, like how fifth grade? That was fifth grade, bro. Fifth grade? Mm-hmm. Ooh, you had yeah, bars within, in fifth grade? Within my, first, within my generation, they know that I was, like, the first within my generation. Yeah. Like, I remember when the beginnings of when Keith started rapping. I remember when um, Trey started rapping. Like, it's been... We was back in the Gizzard before anybody else had rapping ideas, you know. And that's a key star in Ice Tray. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Or y'all just for the list. Uh Uh-huh, because Ice Tray Uncle Butterfinger was part of Third Eye Militia, which is part of the group that my daddy was in. So I've been knowing Ice Tray for forever. That's been fam. Yeah. So So music's been rooted in you from your dad as well? Yeah, yeah. I grew up rapping, learned how to read through rapping, like. This is Obviously, me. you're fifth grade, you know, yeah. intern in the talent show. So, who? Uh, so you wrote that rap in fifth grade? Yeah, I wrote that. Um, that rap was actually like one of my first raps that I wrote alone. My daddy, of course, assisted me, but after that, that was just my first one. And from that, I just been killing shit. That's yeah. awesome. That's fifth awesome. grade, been killing shit, been on the road. Fifth grade, that's live, bro. That's 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 live. And, and what like, uh, how old are you now? I'm 30 now. 30 yeah, now. Yeah, finally crossed that road. Yeah. Man, <laughs> I crossed it. Ain't nothing wrong yeah, with it, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A lot of knowledge probably been gained in that time. Yeah, yeah. love yeah. it. Love it. Gotta love it. So who's someone you looked up to growing up? Uh, Rapping-wise? Either rapping-wise or just be. growing up. Uh, yeah. Just growing up, period. Um, well, my daddy always instilled proper morals and um, proper standards for me to follow. He always told me to read different books. So um, I was always keen to different... Um, you can say African leaders within this diaspora that had done something great. So I was attracted to different things of that sort. Um, music wise, I was always attracted to like um Outcast, Nas, yeah. um, Scarface, people of that scale of work. Um literature wise, um I was attracted to um let me see, like Robert Green, that's a great author who always had great books. That um I always read. But it was just a lot of different things. Mainly for me it was just family. I'm very family oriented. Um, you can catch me around family. If not, I'm around friends or family who's family, so ain't nothing yeah. family. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> what made you move to Dallas? Um, post office. I was working at the post office here in Waco. Um, they shut down the plant in Waco, so I had to transfer. So it was between Austin, Dallas. Said, fuck it, I'm going to go to D-Town. <laughs> I forgot you used to work for the post office. Bro, yeah, I, I remember that. That was my thing. That's what I'm saying. People understand what I really did. I was chilling. I was good. I was yeah. making 26 an hour. Had a Lexus, had an apartment. I was straight, but I wanted to do music. Yeah, and I really gave all this shit up for music, you know. And it it was rough. Like when I left the post office in twenty fifteen, and for me to finally win this Dallas um, Observer Award, you know, in twenty nineteen, it showed that it took a whole lot of grind, took a whole lot of projects, and you had to believe in yourself, cause nigga that. That rough spot, them dry spells when it comes to financial shit is deep. Oh, I, yeah, I but know. you know, I believe in my dream and it's finally um reciprocated for it from the right, universe. Right, right. Yeah. I feel like that's crazy how um you moved to Dallas for the post office, but mm-hmm. you got a lot of action going on with your music. Man, whole lot, whole lot. Yeah, <laughs> by moving to a bigger city. So what do you think? Um how how was that? How how did you feel when you received that Dallas Observer Award? Man, it was pretty dope. You know, um I didn't expect to get it. You know, um, I didn't know if they was going to match in and see all the shit that I do because there's a whole lot of shit I do that's behind the scenes that people don't know. And so I got to keep it quiet. And some shit I can't even talk about, you know, when it comes to songwriting and NDAs and different things of that sort. So, you know, I didn't know they was going to be privy to certain things, but I was glad that they did see all the shit I accomplished that year, the stages that I rocked, tours I went on. So, you know, I was pretty excited bringing it home to Waco. I was trying to tell people, you know, Waco, Texas, <clears throat> excuse me, Waco, Texas, the surrounding cities from Waco, 
We got a determination and a hunger that other cities don't understand. Some shit that they'll take for granted, we look at it like it's food on the plate. Definitely. So when, no, I got to Dallas, I was like, nigga, I'm jumping in this competition. I'm going to jump in this shit. I'm going to do this shit, and I'm going to win all these motherfuckers. They couldn't deny it. So that's just how I work. And then I I know you want a master of the mic. Yeah, master of the mic. That's Cali D that throws that. Cali D, shout out Cali. Shout out Cali D, shout out Cali, man. She used to put me on a lot of shows up there. That's how I really got in the mix up there a little bit was Cali. So shout out to Cali. I know that after that, um, your the mother of your child actually won Master of the Mic another year too. Yeah, she won. Um, she won the following year. Yeah, the following Master year? of the Mic four. Mm. Yeah, she won. Uh, Floetta Desire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She kept that mug. She's also from okay. Waco. Yeah, also from, from Waco, Waco, Texas. Yeah, yeah so man. she kept that mug. Man, y'all was pretty dope. up there grinding. Do you feel like you get the support you um deserve from Waco? Um, now, now I do. It used to be that it wasn't there, but that's because I knew it was a different frequency going on in Waco. And you can't want for something if everything's not set up correctly. So, you know, I didn't expect to get all the love. I was like, I need to put in my grind, reach my goals, and people can have something to be proud of. So that's how I looked at it. Waco is always known for um, hating on anybody getting Each up other. there, you know, and that's <laughs> what it is. But um, I'm glad that that um, frequency is finally kind of breaking. And we're seeing that we need to push each other and connect each other, connect with each other so we can network and build. But um, now I feel like I'm getting the love, you know what I'm saying? And it's not even from, like, outside people because I know family members who used to think this shit was just a hobby, seeing that, all right, right he yeah. really doing something from this shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's a whole nother 360 spectrum of people just realizing what you're doing. Yeah. I ran into the damn superintendent of La Vega, Today, you know, and she was like, hey, you know, seeing you on the TV type yeah. shit. You know, I'm like, this shit wild yeah. that they see me from rapping. So that's awesome. Yeah, that's like, like coming off the hip hop doc, uh, right. the Waco hip hop doc, yeah, like that, that like, that was an event that I was like, I was talking to Sice one day and he was telling me that he that his mom was coming. Mm-hmm. And it really had me thinking like, man, I, I got to invite my family. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's a whole different type of event. It really gets to level. show like, them. My mom was in yeah. there. My mama mama was in there. My aunties was in there. Like, I had the whole Ooh, family in there. Hey, speak hold on, was, hold on, hold on. Before we move on, bro, yeah. speak, speaking of grandma, all right, check it out. We're going to talk about, uh, you know, this is a private hip-hop podcast. So we started with the private <laughs> hip-hop party, right? Yeah. And the private hip-hop party, DQ performed at, was it the first one or the second first one? First one. Wow. Ate it. He ate it. Well, before it even started, before anybody was there, somebody came in and was like, hey, man. There's some lady out here looking at the sign. No, no, no. And I was like, well, what do you mean? I was like, what'd she say? They were, they were like, I don't know. I was like, you didn't talk to her? They were like, nah, man. You know, like, because it was just an older lady. And they were like, you know, we would kind of stand out. We'd be smokers. We'd be kind of worried. And I was like, well, I'm going to go out there and look. I went out there and I was like, hey, can I help you? And she was like, oh, no. DQ's my grandson. She was like, uh, he told wow. me he was out here performing. Wow. I was coming through to see where it was at. She got out, took a picture of the sign and everything. That's awesome. my granny. Yeah. That's, That's my awesome. granny. And then yeah, I remember at the Texas Music Office, Office, uh, oh, yeah, event we that we that had at Brotherwell, man. I remember him saying, "Hey, shout out to my to my grandma." Like everybody was there in the back. Mm-hmm. His whole fam was back <laughs> there turning up for him. Yeah, man, got to. I love the support. Like I said, I'm very family oriented. You yeah. know, that's just how I roll. That's how I'm forever gonna be. Yeah. When the money do, when I get that big check, that's how it's gonna be. I keep number family around. So, so, so low key, your grandma might have been the first 
guest at a private hip hop party ever, bro. No, that's crazy. She was the first was person to show up. Anyone else came. Up. Yeah, that it. speaks a lot of volume towards you that you performed <laughs> at the first uh, hip hop podcast because. You're out of town. You're mm-hmm. doing these big things out there. And yet, you know, we just got started with these parties and you were there. Ready now, I got to show love. Script don't understand that. Um, I told him that I love what he's doing. He don't understand what he's doing and the amount of people that he's motivating and the amount of people that he's inspiring. And I told him I got him forever. Even when when shit gets crazy in a couple of years, you know, he can hit me for Definitely. whatever. You know what I'm saying? Uh, sure. the, the hip-hop documentary, it, you know, showcased so many artists, but only a few were able to perform, and you were one of the yeah, ones yeah, yeah. who were able to perform. So how, how was that? How did that feel? Man, that was, uh, that was actually amazing, because I had a show later on that night in Dallas, too. I had the host to open up for the party boys. So, you know, I would just had to make sure I was down there, but... One of the most amazing times of that whole night was um when I finally was about to perform Warrants. The little kids that was on the front row, one of them said, this is my song, I hear it on the radio. And that fucked me up, bro. Yeah. I was like, God damn. Shout out I DJ said the Sides. same thing. Yeah. Lucky I said the same thing. When you started performing, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was lit with it. And I also saw S1 was sitting right in front of me. And I oh, saw yeah, him. He was jamming the whole time, too. So I was just I was just so proud of all y'all who performed. But but I, th- I definitely thought that was really cool. And that goes to show that your hard work is paying off. Man, I'm glad. That, that was good right there, man. Shout out to S1, too. I was at his house the other day. That's awesome. That's shit. awesome. That's yeah, see, and, and like you was talking about your family always being tied in. The group mm-hmm. that, that your dad and everybody was in, they're all closely tied mm-hmm. with S1. That S1 was in the same group, correct? Yep, yep. Yeah, so. It was our third I'm a listener. You know, that Strange Fruit Project. Yeah. yeah. The Verbal Seed. Um, shout out um, Moni Moan. Yeah. Butterfinger. Yeah. Yeah, all my boys. Kevin, everybody. Out boy, Kevin always gets me right when I need yeah. my stuff printed. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? So, shout yeah. out Kevin. So all my boys, yeah, they've been been knowing them for years, early 90s. You're actually probably one of, there's only a few uh, rappers that I know from the area who have actually rapped on a S1 beat, you know what oh, I mean? Yeah, and yeah, you, yeah. you've definitely had that privilege uh, on more than one occasion, if I'm oh, not yeah, mistaken. Oh, yeah, that's my so. man. Um, S, um, I try to, one thing you say about my projects, I try to at least have a couple Grammy producers, have some platinum track producers on every project I do, no matter if it's a mixtape, yeah. album, or EP. It's a good look, um, bro. That's my, a good investment. I, I always got to do that. I'm big on production. Yeah, S1 blessed me with uh, three tracks on my Grandiose album, Yeah, which was just bangers. Um, Which three tracks did he produce on on that one? um, He produced um, the intro. Okay. Um, He produced uh, Pack of Wolves and Self-Improvement with Trey Galactica. All right, all right. Yeah, and then the three he did. And then, um, let me see, what else I get from... uh, Vaughn produced on Highly Distinguished. Designer frames on my first album. And Vaughn is S one son for the listeners. Yeah, who, who, S1 son. Shout out Vaughn hard. Beats. Yeah, shout out Vaughn Beats. He be grinding, bro. He be working. He got a platinum plaque. It's 18th birthday or 16th birthday. One of them. Shit is crazy. Wow. Fire. Yeah, just amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. That, that that that's definitely a good uh, a good web to be intertwined with, man. I feel Me like too. that with everything you got going on, uh, <laughs> I, I feel like that's definitely something in your corner, bro. For sure, for sure. Got to make it happen. Got to make it happen. Shout and shout out to S One and them for that. You know what I mean? For real, for real. He ain't got to do that. Shout out S One. Shout out Von B. Shout out Teresa. Cause I know what's <laughs> working Teresa, on the side yeah. behind the scenes. You yeah. Know what I'm shout out Teresa. Hey, you know I just had a long conversation with my old lady today, and I was telling her about you know the powerful women that be behind. Right. 
behind you got the to. people they be successful. I was trying to tell her like, you know, like I, that was one of my examples. Teresa be doing this for one, you know, like I, like just one of my many examples. Mm-hmm. And like right. that's really it's it's really very important. They play to, very, bro. very key roles. A very lot of that key. wouldn't be happening without that without strong that woman. woman. I'm real. telling you, you need it. You yeah. need it. You definitely need it. It definitely helps. You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> I, well, I say I came up, you know, watching you on the side, yeah. bro, because like you know we was all making music at that time, yep, yep. and uh, man, you were probably one of my standouts to me from the side, for mainly because you know like you got bars, bro. You never, you never lacked bars. I yeah. always feel like you've been bar heavy, but at the same time, bro, the thing that made you stand out to me was that you had a country style to you. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And like me being from the country, like I love that little That's country of twist. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. So like one of my favorite DQ bars of all time was uh, uh, I got haters like Barack in a country town. Yeah, peanut butter, butter smooth. Got, got these haters feeling crunchy now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it's a little bars in there, but the bars ain't what make me like it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's just the countryness with the style. You know what I'm saying? Right, so right. that's one of my favorite DQ bars. So if if DQ himself had yeah. to give the people one of his favorite DQ bars. Mm. What would it be? Because I know you got some. I know you got some oh, killers. You know what I'm You're saying? You're asking the best lyricist <laughs> <laughs> at the DFW. What's his favorite bars? He got it. All of them. All of them. Fat. I gotta think, man. That's crazy. I never even thought about that because I was. I was thinking of new songs today, yeah. writing some crazy ass bars. Like when I, like me personally, when I think DQ, like if I, if the first line that come to my head, that's the line that come to my head, bro. It just is <laughs> right. branded there. I watched both that? ciphers. Uh, well, I watched your ciphers. You know the the part where you were in uh, today, and I was I was like, dang, I remember <laughs> watching them then, but going back and seeing like how much talent there was, like even then, that shit was crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Because how old were you when you did the cipher? We were like Man. fresh out of high school yeah, when that we, we happened. Were young for real. I know. I was damn that had to be like 18, damn. 19 right it was young yeah, y'all I was young, young cause bro. I left for college at 17 cause the first one you were at um, the Eastside Park right uh-huh. and then the second one y'all were at the Cameron Park uh-huh. or no Martin Luther King Park right right uh-huh. so uh, yeah that shit crazy had to you be looked like, very young at the Eastside Park super young yeah like super probably young. 18 years old just been bars though so I know you gotta <laughs> have one bars in yeah, fifth yeah. grade look <laughs> Do you remember your rap in fifth grade? Um, I remember the hook. I think I remember. I remember the hook. Yeah, I just remember the hook. I don't know the <laughs> bar. I think, oh my god! You That's should get a kid to to like re <laughs> like redo that a little piece of it right before a song. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm gonna get my son like to a do kid's it. voice. Yeah, man, really you shot the video. It. You should sample that and put in and make it make something out of it, bro. Even do like a music video with a little yeah. kid on get the on stage. Get on my Trap Boy shit with Laquita type. Man, the Laquita jam, yeah. bro. <laughs> Shout out my boy Jay Oliver on the track. Jay Oliver. He, he the one that made that, yeah, that track? I, I know Jay Oliver through my I Stand connection. Yeah, yeah, I won a national songwriting I standard. competition. I left that I out. Yeah, I, I forgot too. We, <laughs> just, go and, just go on and drop it. What else have you won? What else? Like, go on and... <laughs> You should have brought them all. Just put them all on the table, bro. Let them know. I got them all in my mama child cabinet. There you go. Real talk from my magazine articles to my awards. I just give them all to my mama. I told her she don't get first Grammys. All that type shit. First one. But after that, after that, he got to have them on display. I'm going to keep them at (laughs) Creed. that first one. Rest of them, I'm going to need that. (laughs) I need that. I saw uh, something on your Instagram that said um, like Dal Dallas Lana or Dalana. Dalana, yeah, that's a project I dropped. Dalana, when I went to Atlanta, um, it's crazy. If y'all knew the stories that I be going through, 
I went to That's Atlanta. what the podcast is for. What's yeah, up? That's what the podcast is for. Right. We want to know the stories story. nobody else knows. <laughs> tell you about the story in Atlanta. All right, I went to Atlanta for um for a competition. No, I won the national I write competition already. So I went back that next year just to perform, and I ran into DJ Toomp again. And he was the Toomp is the one who found Ti and all that yeah. dude right there. I found DJ Toomp. Then I connected with my boy Willpower. And um, they was like, Toop told Willpower, don't let him leave the city. Because I was only supposed to be down there for three days. I ended up being down there for like five. Because mm-hmm. they wouldn't let me leave the city. Like, they really took me to the studio. And they locked that up. <laughs> and they was like, shit. Hey, you can do what you want. Make music. You can smoke woot woot, but you're not leaving. Yeah. And I was like, God damn. And it's crazy, but um, while I was down there, I made a whole project. I recorded um, recorded a couple songs, like four days, um, with my brother, and um, we dropped. It. It's called Atlanta. All produced by my boy Banger Slayer. Uh, shout out uh Banger Slayer and um Bandwidth Studios. And that's uh, that. They're both based out of Atlanta. All of them in Atlanta. All of them in Atlanta. Atlanta. My boy, and then my Atlanta connection. Whenever I go down there, that's who I vibe with. Then my people. Dope. That's my second home. Dope. So yeah, then my. Atlanta Connect, we made that happen. I told the niggas I gonna put the project out. Boom, the Atlanta drop. Now you rep in Dallas, but when is it gonna be where you uh, transition? Like, you gotta win, win a Grammy first, and then you gonna start Waco, Atlanta. No, no, see, no, see, <laughs> see, this is y'all know. I rep Waco hard as hell. That's what people know. When I got to Dallas, that's why I was repping. Then niggas, they was niggas didn't like me because that shit. They was like, he an outside person. He an outside right. person. Yeah. I was rapping the shit out the code. Talking about the shit in my rhymes, my country shit, all that. I made them start accepting that. They had to realize that they can't stop this way. So I always rep Waco. Anything I put, you say I'm a hashtag Waco, hashtag Dallas. I put Dallas because I understand that the major industry focal right, point is switching right. to Dallas. Like it's moving from Atlanta. It's just a complacent vibe to do music in Atlanta. The creative vibe is coming out of Dallas. So that's why I always put that. But I understand on a state aspect, Waco is the premier spot. Fort Worth music scene is kind of slowing down due to different situations going down. Dallas is bubbling. Houston, they got to get it right because the females running the game right mm-hmm. now when it comes to Houston. And, you know, different artists need to get the shit correct. Waco is a new vibe that people do not know. We're big enough now where we can be took seriously. Right. So... I feel like it's a great double-edged sword for me. You know, Dallas is popping where I'm at. Waco is popping, was bubbling. I'm just connecting the two. I feel like that's going to be uh, like the su- a surprise. Like, you're going to be popping so hard, and then it's going to be like, oh, but he's from Waco. Yeah, you Waco, know what I mean? Texas, <laughs> they don't know. Waco, Texas, man. Lee's driving. Hey, I don't care if they gone. And I stand by that because <laughs> I, I, I've been to many DQ shows. I, I've, I've seen DQ perform in Dallas, you know what I'm saying, a couple times, and, and he he, does, he he always reps Waco. Yeah. You know what I'm I always. I'm forever going to do that. Now, I bring fishing rods on my shows. Like, I do this shit. <laughs> That's facts. I've seen that, too. I don't fuck around. Yeah. Like, nigga, no, I'm Waco. That's what's up. I'm Waco to death. <laughs> All right, man, we're going to take a quick sponsor break, and we're going to kill this fly. We'll be right back. <laughs> Private Hip Hop Podcast is brought to you by B&J Refinishing. Save time and money. Don't remodel it. Refinish it. Your bathroom, your kitchen, tile floors, showers, countertops, bathtubs, you name it. You can give it a whole new life with just a little bit of love. Don't remodel it. Refinish it. Now let me tell you, Frank, the owner, he sponsored the Private Hip Hop Parties 
way before the podcast began. So to return the favor, when we needed work done on our bathroom, we gave B&J a call. Showed up on time, got the job done, looked exquisite. You couldn't even tell that this bathtub had been the same bathtub that was in the house since we first got the house. Shout out, Frank, man. Everything you do for the local music scene, we really, really appreciate you. Numerous shows, numerous events, things that we have going on, we couldn't have made possible without you. Good guys, B&J refinishing. Y'all make sure y'all give them a call. Get your bathrooms, your kitchens, everything right. Holla at Frank. Tell them the Private Hip Hop Podcast sent you. All right, man, so you say you always try to have a couple uh, Grammy producers, a couple platinum producers on, on every project. Got gotcha, you, uh, got gotcha. you. Who's, who's one of those that you haven't got to work with yet that you hope might be on the next one? Um, um... Well, I I want to say be on the next one because I well, already got that, like yeah, oh, oh, that okay. type of, I got so many. I got damn, I got like Google Drive. He got next one yeah. and the <laughs> next one. Yeah, I got a lot of projects <laughs> set up, but um, I want to get one with um June the Genius. Me and June okay linked up. Um, we linked up at a couple South by Southwest at a Fisher show a couple years ago when I um he from a, Texas right? Yeah, from Houston. Yeah, from Houston. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you know yeah. he the one just did that Drake track. Then he did the Drake track. The new one. This uh, um not Chicago freestyle, but um. It's called When um When to Say When. When to Say When. Y'all ain't heard that track? Nah, I ain't heard that track, bro. Y'all ain't tripping. You can't play it on here because we ain't got the rights. But Yeah, I don't even want to do that. Yeah. You know that nigga got Apple. Yeah. But when you get a chance, check it out. It must 15 million views one week. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to check it out. Wow. I heard. I first heard of June. Who, 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 what's the track that got June popping, bro? Um, uh, Put a date on it. June, you a genius. Yeah. Yo got it. And Yo, baby. There you go, bro. Put a date yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Put a date on it. Right. Yeah, I Genius. It. Yeah. Yeah, that nigga the shit. But yeah, I want to do one with Junior Genius. Of course, I want to do that with the legends, um, DJ Premier. Mm. Of course, I want to. Bro, I think you would sound cold on a DJ Premier oh, yeah, track. Kill bro. that shit. Kill that shit. <laughs> um, Organized Noise. Organized Noise. Yeah, I would love to get some tracks from Organized Noise. That'd be dope. Um, good, but man. yeah, them just a couple producers know that I would love to do some shit with. Yeah. But, you know, when it comes to the producer networking circle, I know eventually I'll run into them because everybody yeah. knows everybody. You just got to keep progressing, keep getting in the right rooms. It's all about getting in the room and having the energy to stay in the room. Yeah. In in, in general, I, I, I feel like... Say I, that again. I feel like the <laughs> entertainment business in general is a whole lot smaller than people think. You know super I mean? small. Like, uh, they're, like, once you get to working and moving around, like you say, messing with the right people, like you really start to realize that it's a whole lot smaller circle. It's than, a crazy uh, how many people know you. It's it's wild. And they know you for different reasons. Oh, this one with the million views on that. Oh, this one did this mean. Oh, this one is yeah. it's crazy. It's, always it's crazy, bro. It's, it, 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 it trips me out. Like, well, you know, we, we go a lot of, uh, we go uh, uh, all over Texas, a lot of different places. Mm -hmm. And like, the people that I travel with, like, uh, blame it on Nicholas, people yeah. like that, like, they, they really tell me, like, bro, it never ceases to amaze me. Like, everywhere we go, you know, pe people so know you, know, you know, yeah. and like, there's certain people I feel like, a lot of people in Texas, uh, like myself, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, not, not just me, like uh, like another one, my boy Certified from Austin. Yep. And I've been all over Texas, and people have brought up Certified's name. Mm -hmm. And it's like, people like us, I feel like we've been out here working so long that, uh, you know, we do, we're we're in there, like our name's in there, we're in the mix, all the play, but we just, uh, we got to get over that that next plateau. And that's going to, yeah, man, but that's going to come, because we feel the same way as artists. Yeah, We've been grinding for so long, we done put some, so many accolades, we're just trying to get over that hump. You get to the point to where you're like, I'm not even worried about getting over the hump because I know I'm going to get over it. You just got to really um, 
really acknowledge what you're going through and really love what you're going through. Like, I guess you can say enjoy the, the way up. The journey. Yeah, 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 yeah the journey, talk. the process. The process is real, bro. It's wild, bro. But you got to really do love it. Um, And I do. Yeah, you're going to get you're gonna get to the point. You get to the point where it's, it's, you built up so much shit and so many um positive blessings that you know you're going to receive them, but you don't know when they're going to come. Yeah. But when you know they're coming... You like you don't have any stress. You I know no stress in the world. When uh when when S one was in town doing his promo run, doing all his book signings and all mm-hmm. stuff, going place to place, I went I went to quite a few. I went to like three of them and, yeah. and, and heard and heard him talk. And one thing that really surprised me was how further along in his career he has gotten. Mm-hmm. But the knowledge is pretty much the same. Like there's a whole lot of knowledge that he was saying mm-hmm. that I feel like. I've already learned over my time of doing this. Yeah. And, and the stuff that he was saying, I really felt like at times it applied to me. Like he said, like, uh, you know, it took him 15 years before before his, before his the first thing happened that actually, like, pushed him over that brink. Mm-hmm. You know, I started 15 years ago. I feel like my blessings right around the corner. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, like, uh, just a, a, a lot of things like that that he said, I feel like, man, I already know that. Or, you know, I, I've already learned that piece of knowledge. There was definitely mm-hmm. a lot of things that he talked about that I took in as as new knowledge and, and learned from. But there was just so much that he talked about that I feel like I've already kind of journeyed that road. I feel like the other stuff that he was talking about that I was learning, yeah. I feel like that stuff's next for me. Man. Like yeah. It's right here, bro. It's right around the corner. So we just got to stay working at it. We can't let nothing slow us down. Not at all. Mean? A lot of it's just reassurance. Like hearing people echo and things yeah. that you already said, you know, steps that people just talking about their perspective, knowing that you went up that same hill, but they might've went a different route and you're For just sure. hearing from different, like I say, pulling from different blueprints, but instead steady building your own house. Yeah. So, yes, you know, we're doing the right thing. Yeah. Speaking of building your own house, mm-hmm. stepping away from music, you mm-hmm. got a product on the table okay, that yeah. I can't wait to try out to see, <laughs> if, it's, see if it's real. This girl. <laughs> I don't know if it's real. <laughs> I don't know if it's real. <laughs> She might not know the There's only one way it. to find out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let's talk about the weed spot. Yeah. What is it? How did you start this? And and just let's talk about it. Man, shout out to Weed Spot. Um, I'm the um regional distributor, brand ambassador for the Weed Spot. Uh. Um, so hold on, say that one more time. Slow down a little bit uh, for the people. Right. What was that? <laughs> no, regional distributor, brand ambassador uh. for the Weed <laughs> Spot. Um, we um CBD tea and coffee shop. Um, we carry all different um type of CBD products from um pet treats to lotions to body scrubs to medicines to drops to tinctures to flowers to oils. We have everything you need. Um, we're located right now in um Oak Cliff, Texas, Bishop Art District, five hundred two North Madison Avenue, Dallas, Texas. You can come holler at us, but um yeah, we got the most quality CBD products. We got quality pre rolls. Everything you need. Um, also, we got a stage. We have a podcast that be there every Thursday. We got um, live performances, karaoke. It's just a whole vibe. We're creating a whole vibe. You're going to see awesome. these popping up everywhere. That sounds like a vibe for real. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. We have to check that out. Got to, got to. So when you say brand ambassador. Yes, sir. Uh, and what you say? Regional the, distributor. You say? Regional distributor. Yeah. How does a, a rapper mm-hmm. land that position? Oh, man. Was it through music? Like, cause um, I, cause I mean, but before you even get started, I, I feel like personally yeah. that um, what a lot of people don't understand with bigger names mm-hmm. is that brands and companies and stuff like that they are a big push 
behind so many people, like mm-hmm. uh, especially uh, from artists and concerts and there's tons of things that happen in general on a big scale. Yeah, yeah. It can't be done without corporations and businesses backing you. Mm-hmm. So did music play a role in, in this happening or no? Nah? There's um half and half. Okay. Um, I know the owner and the creator of the company. She's um uh, amazing black female. Um, she heard my music. We met through at a studio connection. We actually met at the Fubu Gala. I was um okay. at the Fubu Gala in um, Dallas, and that's where we basically connected. But she heard my music, liked my music, and through then we just stayed connected through different um different situations. You know, she opened a company. Um, you know me, I'm just knowledgeable about weed anyway. Yeah, yeah. So um, you know, I just wanted to see what can I do where we can be beneficial for each other. Yeah. I know I'm always on the scene. I'm out. People see me. I'm very visible. I'm always taking trips. Always out of town. Um, wouldn't mind help grow her brand, you know, eventually branch out to have my own store because yeah. I like what it does. So, um, yeah, I can say half and half, it came together. Yeah. Yeah, see, like, some, something. so to me, when you tell that story, I what I pull from that mm-hmm. is that it did come from music. Like you say, she, I heard that. That's initially yeah, what it was. It was at the studio. I have this conversation with a lot of people is that uh, I, I truly feel like everything in my life that mm-hmm. I have asked, like, uh, that I have in my at my disposal, like, good good people who help. All and, the plugs. And, I like, all the plugs on everything, all, all that. I feel like 98% of everything in my life has came from me making music. Yeah, every connection, every relationship, every everything. I feel like for me personally, over ninety percent of it has has all been music. Well, that's what y'all that dedicated your life yep. to. You know what I mean? So for that's real. awesome. Man, I love it. I love it. I'm glad that she um she had to um, we had the same energy. We connected. That's the homie right there. You know, me and her. It's just beginning to a beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. Partnership. Prosperous partnership, yeah. Awesome. And I feel like I I feel like music and, and weed are always close related, uh, to me at least. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? For not for everybody I understand, but for a lot of people. <laughs> for a whole lot of people. A whole lot of people. I've been to all kinds of different concerts, no all matter kinds of different what studios. Genre. Yeah, no matter what genre. <laughs> yeah. I know country mm-hmm. singers, I know, you know, Rock, rappers, I know yeah. rockers. Weed is pretty universal in the music world, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, so I definitely feel like the two go hand in hand. I know being in Texas in a state where it's not um like legal legal per se um i know that sometimes that cross branding is more difficult here than like in a colorado or a california you know what yeah, i mean but um i look at it as, you know it's um fertile ground that's how i look at it because you know texas right now is half and half legalized it's not legalized for mer- medical marijuana but they have quit um prosecuting lower charges of marijuana yeah. they're not persecuting misdemeanor charges anymore um, the nineteen, I said nineteen, the two thousand eighteen hemp, um, hemp farming act, you know, did a lot for Texas. Yeah. And when it came to growing, were you able to grow THC with lower levels and different things? So we're getting there. I feel like it always took um one of our next door neighbors to finally go full legal for us to finally do it. And with Oklahoma doing it and seeing the amount of revenue they're getting, you know, you got fucking weed and casinos, you can't beat that. Yeah. You know, it's a perfect formula. So just um seeing all that money go next door. I knew Texas was going to make something happen. So I I see within the next year, it's going to be pretty nice. We can see the light. Yeah. <laughs> so do, do you think the weed spot might make its way to Waco one day? Maybe, man, that's my goal. I'm trying yeah. to make it happen, man. You know, um, trying to represent Waco's growing and I want us to have something that's, um, 
also grown on the for- forefront of um, trending ideas. Yeah. Awesome. It, 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 it's definitely the modern day gold rush, man. I, like as, as soon as it does make that full change in Texas, I feel like the that's uh, it. It's gonna yeah, be money. The benefits from it are gonna be extreme, extreme, extreme. Yes, it is. I would love to have a piece of that pie. <laughs> right. right? Got to make it happen. Well, I've tried you to gotta have people. Mary Jane in the grand opening. Got you to. got to. Um, oh yeah, got to. <laughs> um, there's actually what's today. Um, you have five days to registration to actually get a um, get a license to grow hemp in Texas. Okay. Yeah. Um, I got it posted on my Facebook, but I'm going to send it out to different more groups. But if <clears throat> people really want to get involved and really want to um, benefit from this green rush, as we would call it, you know, get licensed to grow. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. By the time this drops, it'll probably be too late to sign up. But if you hey, signed yeah. up out there, you're listening to this, just know DQ is knowledgeable and he <laughs> might want to tap in with you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> We're trying to make it happen in Texas, man. We need it. We need it. We need it. Yeah. 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 For sure. For sure. All right, man. Yeah, man. We, we, we got some. We got some little questions we do. Podcast questions. Podcast <laughs> questions. Let's get it popping. I mean. Let's get it popping. Um. Well, here we, we, we start. We we'll start with some questions. Questions. What's I asked this last time, and it, it, it can get kind of deep, but I want to ask it again, bro. Yeah. What's one thing, bro, that you wish you knew at 12, right, mm-hmm. that you ain't learned until you was after 21, bro? What would have what helped DQ tremendously, bro? Um, Money. Okay. Didn't, like, didn't, understand, didn't understand money at all because um, a lot of people still don't understand what mm-hmm. money is. Um, With my family, I was taught, you know, go to school, get good grades, get a great job. Work good hours, get a good paycheck. That's how I looked at it. That's how my dad instilled in me because my dad worked at the post office. Yeah. So that's how he looked at it. The more hours you put in, the more money you bring home. Yeah. You know, um, I didn't really understand that aspect. You know, I wanted to be like, how can I make this money work for me with me not having to work for the money? And so hmm. once I learned how that aspect worked with residual income and making things work for you, I feel like that was better. I, if I would have learned that at a young age, like certain books I read, like Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I'm, I was yeah, just about to say that. Go. I literally just there read this book yeah. this year. Yeah, like, dad, I literally just finished this book. Yeah, rich dad, poor so dad, when you said right that, making money work for me, that's what I was like, mm, because mm-hmm. I just literally read this. That's the shit. You got to love yes. it. Yeah, I love that book. Um, Cash Flow Quadrants, that's another book. Um, that's his. That that's his other book, right? That's another author. one. Yeah. yeah, it's um, it was breaking down between being a worker, investor, uh, business owner, and um, I forgot the other one, but that's just amazing. And um, it basically just breaks down on having a Maserati mindset. Like you got to understand that if you have the mental capabilities to reach something or achieve something, you can do it again, even if it's lost. Don't put too much stake into material pro- material um objects. Because it all comes um, mental before it becomes physical. Yeah. So it's just, I just love all this shit. There you go. But basically, it's just um, all about money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I I feel like in school, that's something that they don't really actually teach you very right. good. It's like money management oh, no, no. And, and stuff like that. That's something Because they, they want you to go out. to work. Yeah, yeah they want <laughs> you to go to work. They want you to spend that money. They want you to be consumers, be clones. A lot. Of they want you to know. pay taxes, look. <laughs> Well, we still on this fly mission. There's a fly. If, if you just now tuning in, there's a fly in the studio. We don't get them. It might actually be a gnat. I can't really tell. We gonna get, I think it's a net, but we're going to get it. We're going to get it. We're going to get it. We're yeah, going to yeah, get yeah. it. Yeah, but, but the, the money management thing, I, I, I feel you on that. I, I Especially like people that want to make music and yeah. do stuff on their own. I feel like money always tends to be budget, stuff like that. Yeah, That's yeah. always something in the forefront of the problem. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And if, if you were better at your money management, you would be on top of that for sure. For sure. Always. 
So I, I can dig that. That was a good answer. Yeah. Uh, we had Cam KT on here recently, and his answer was, uh, "Bitches ain't shit." <laughs> <laughs> my brother, I was just, I was just with my brother, man, and that sounded like a Cam answer. Shout out my boy KT. That is funny. Both answers are acceptable. Right. <laughs> Both answers are true. <laughs> Damn, oh boy. man, that's good. That's good. All right. Um. All right. So if DQ mm-hmm. could only have one album, bro. Yeah. For the rest of eternity. Yeah. And you had to listen to that one. That was the only one, bro. There was no other album. Uh-huh. What would it be, bro? Only one album. Only one album. It. It. it you know, this is a hip-hop podcast, so we're assuming it would be hip-hop, but it can be anything you want, bro. Uh, um, Probably won't. No, okay, that's cool. Wouldn't. That's cool. Um, If I only had one album, it'd be D'Angelo Brown Sugar. Okay. Okay. Look, Mary J. Speaking of Mary J. <laughs> <laughs> soul right now, man. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. I'm about to listen to that with you. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. With it. He said, D'Angelo, hey, you, you know, you, you know, uh, <laughs> we asked Clarence uh, a similar question one time. He said, Usher. Usher, <laughs> Usher, Usher, Usher Confessions? Yeah. Bro, hey, that is on Usher Confessions. I think it was my it's way. The, I think it was my way. Usher Confessions is the greatest R&B album. I argue that still. Because yeah. I don't count um, Brown Sugar's R&B. That's Neo Soul to me. Neo Soul. But, yeah. um, there's, so, um, there's so many genres and sub-genres, bro. It's yeah. like kind of hard to keep up with them all. Got to. But, um, yeah, when it comes to just R&B... Confessions is fucking amazing. I've, right. I've kind of learned over time that uh, uh, a lot of people that, that make hip hop, their favorite album is is, is not necessarily nah, always hip hop. Not at all. Like you got your favorite hip hop album, but like my yeah. favorite's not a hip hop. All right, well, if, all right, well, all right, re, all right. So if we rephrase the question and we yeah. brought it back. If you could only have one hip hop album for the rest of your life, what would it be? Um, dang, because I got to think how I want to feel with the vibes. Um. For the I'm, rest of your life. I know, because I can have life. a nostalgic <laughs> You can't feeling. be aggressive all your That's life. That's what I'm saying. I gotta, find, <laughs> I gotta find a nice vibe. Shit. Mm. Stumped. No, I ain't stumped, because I'm just trying to decide which feeling <laughs> yeah, I'm Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Because I can do... My favorite album, hip-hop album ever, is Nas Stillmatic. Okay. So, I can roll with that, or I can say I'm going to be good on this island listening to Astro World. Hmm. Oh, you, so, you like you mess with Travis like you mess with Astro like with that? Travis. Okay, fuck with Travis. Travis has dropped nothing but classics. See, like we had this conversation. I'm not we gonna did. I'm not gonna redo this whole same conversation. Yeah, we just had this conversation. I feel like with a lot of artists, something has to catch me, and I go back and listen to everything else different. And I just haven't got that with Travis yet, bro. I've tried, and it just hasn't caught me yet. It'll catch me one day. I'm hoping because I like how he reps crazy. for Texas, but bro, it's, Rodeo, just, it's just missing me right now. Crazy. Yeah. Birds in the trap crop robbing night. Hey, crazy. Hey, hey, I love Astro it. Yeah, if you love it, I love crazy. it, bro. If you love it, <laughs> I love it. You know what I'm saying? The man's amazing. I fuck with Travis, man. H Town. So so but it can't be a toss up though. It's got it's gotta it be can't one. Be a toss up. It can't gotta be a toss be up. One. It gotta be one. It can only be one. Oh, it can only be one. <laughs> man, fuck it. DQ bloody something. I knew it was coming. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I didn't know it was gonna be bloody something, but I knew it was gonna be a DQ that album. Because you got so many. Yeah, like on that topic, bro. How many? How many projects do you have? Um, I, I think I got twelve albums. Wow. Twelve albums. All yeah. original. Yeah, albums. all original. Wow. Yeah, all my projects I dropped been original. I don't use. I damn. I ain't did uh, over another person beat since I was in Waco. 
Yeah. And I didn't even do that while I was down here. See how he sounds. See how he says it like that. Mm, yeah, there she goes again. <laughs> no, me and I, again. no, I'm me and her. We gonna we gonna talk. We gonna See, talk. I, I I had I had this conversation many times too. <laughs> me personally, I feel like uh, I built so much of my name and so much of my buzz locally and made so much of my money, bro, off mixtapes mm-hmm. that I really hurt my longevity. Uh, when it came to the money that could be made off of those projects. Yeah. I made those then, and that was good hand-to-hand money at the time, but it's yeah. 2020 now, and all those projects don't make me shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if I would have spent all my collective years working on original music, mm-hmm. I feel like right now I would, my checks would be bigger <laughs> than were coming in. You know what I'm saying? So I really tried to be focused on, on that for a while, so a big salute to you, bro, for, for being on that and sticking to that 12 hours. Right. That's, that's good, bro. Man, that's I'm trying to make good. it happen, man. Like I say, I counted... I give all the love to my uh, record label, Black Sun Media Group. Um, all the love to my producer network. Uh, shout out Bounce Gang to my producer team. Like, you know, that's what it's all about. I'm big with producers. Yeah, I know man. more producers than artists. And Black Sun, you know what I'm saying? Shout out uh, Oneself and Tree and, and everybody over there. Black D-Phase, Trey Galactica. Yeah, you know yeah, how we do it, man. Yeah. All right, since you're so big on producers, I uh-huh. want to switch up a podcast question. If you had a producer, Mount Rushmore... Who would Ooh. it be? Who would it be? There you go. Um, so that's four. Pharrell is the single greatest wow. producer ever. Go, baby. Period. Um, I guess that's Pharrell in my book. Um, if we want to go old school, I'm gonna go. F- I'm gonna. I'm say Pharrell, Quincy Jones, Dr. Dre. Um, Pharrell, Quincy Jones, Quincy Dr. Jones. Dre. That was a good one. And um, I'm gonna give it to my boy Timbo. I was gonna say. There you go. I was gonna say you there gotta you go. have Timbaland yeah, in there. I'm give it to Timbo. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, I like how that that whole sound. How that vibe is. Yeah, I mess with that one. Man, we got, well, we're over here at Road Podcast Studios doing this. We got Terry Blues out here in, in, in the crowd looking like he just dying to come up in here and, <laughs> and bug us. I keep telling him he be, he be we got bu- skunk, busting skunk in too much. in the building. Oh, there we go. He brought a friend. If I was the crash party, what's going on? It's <laughs> oh my Terry Blues. I had to come in and crash their podcast because they came in and crashed ours. It's Wait. your boy Terry Blues from the Bluesville Podcast. Fuck script. <laughs> <laughs> Terry ain't shit. We love Mary Jane. Hey, Shout out to the homie look. DQ. You already know, baby. I've been thing. knowing him since uh, never been three, not two, but one. Oh, hey. Dean Holiday. 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 Dean Shout out to the Weave movement. We yeah, we inspired that thing, man. I gotta get one of them. Check his pockets. Check his pockets. Yeah, they drunk all my liquor. Weave, <laughs> weave drunk all your liquor. I wanted to make sure you got skunk. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got skunk, oh, yeah. skunk by us in the building. Skunk by yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Thing. yeah, make sure y'all go you know to saying? Hype Waco. You know get saying? the official skunk gear. We got the Bluesville yeah. skunk. Official gear. Fuck Terry's clothes. There ain't but a couple left. Wow. Promote my own shit. Let's go. We nah, love man. Mary Jane, but fuck script. Terry, man, fuck Ter- sh- Terry ain't shit 2020, man. Yeah, yeah, Shout yeah. out here for busting up in here. Fucking up my Catch show. Catch us on his, on his episode. Got me, cussing, yeah. got me cussing and stuff. Got me stepping out of my element on my podcast. Terry. <laughs> Look at that. All right, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Another, uh, 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 a left field podcast question for you, bro. Uh-huh. If you compare up any artist of another genre yeah. and a rap artist for a collab, mm-hmm. who would you pick? I actually say um, Mike, Michael Jackson, and Anderson Pack. 
Ooh. I, I want to see what the fuck will come out of that. Ooh, that'd be fire. That'd so be some crazy shit. Because Anderson Pack made such an amazing song with Smokey Robinson. Now I'm like, I would love to hear Anderson with any fucking one of the legends. So a- Anderson and Mike on a track, what would the song be about or what would it be called? There's no telling with them. Yeah. <laughs> them motherfuckers are making something about an ice cream cone. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, Anderson Pack cold, bro. going to be amazing. Anderson like, Pack cold, bro. I fuck with Anderson. So. I like, what I like about Anderson is he can play the instruments while rapping all yeah. at the same time. He like, do everything. Man, With singing, like, that's Anderson, the yeah, he's, Anderson is um, I like sway. by far one of my favorite artists in the industry right now. Yeah, for sure. If not my favorite because it couldn't According to my Spotify, let me see, I'm top 1% fan of Benny the Butcher. Yeah. So, you know, I'm fucking fuck my nigga Benny the Butcher, the whole Griselda. Yeah. But um, it go Benny the Butcher, Anderson Pack, Freddie Gibbs, then um, Conway and yeah. West Side Gun, all my niggas. I, yeah. feel like, I, I feel like you and Anderson Pack would be something really, really oh, yeah. dope, bro. I'm, a, um, I'm only... Um, you and Anderson Pack at S1, that would be really, really Let me tell you, that's what I'm saying. I'm only two degrees of separation from him. No. I know I'm only one person away, so it's yeah, just all yeah. about um, staying... Staying focused, it'll happen. Eventually, I run into the king. Yeah, for sure. Hell yeah, for sure. Who's somebody locally that you would like to work with that you haven't got a chance to? Um, I really don't know because I, I pretty much work with everybody. Um, I do want to. There's a just, lot of new people. Yeah, there's there's a, a lot of I know. new people. New people. I got it. Um, I really got to check them out. I'm open to work with um new artists. Um, my boy Trey. Hey, I fuck with Waco Trey. Shout out my boy Waco Trey. That's oh, my yeah. homie right there. Yeah. You know, um, me and him, because he, I did the free feature for him, and we also did a whole nother song. The free feature that he won at a private hip-hop party. Mm-hmm. Man, Shout we out. out here working. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's the homie right there. But um, I'm down to hear all these new young artists that we got. I'm loving the whole new wave. You know, I'm the type to embrace it. You know, we can make something happen. For sure. That's awesome. For sure. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I think quite a few artists that I think you would sound good with, bro. But, you know, I'm kind of biased because I like DQ music. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, man. Uh, we, we do these rapid fire questions next, right? All right all I don't right. know. You know, you just, we say two and you pick one. You know what I'm saying? Let's go. Uh, Pro Tools or Logic? Pro Tools. East Coast, West Coast. East Coast. Dirty South or Down South? Dirty South. <laughs> Everybody says dirty sound. <laughs> Wu Tang NWA. NWA. Mm, okay. Yeah, yeah, I fuck Wu Tang. That's the homie, but um NWA built me. My mama was my mama was a fucking gangster. <laughs> Shout mama, out to mama. Uh, mama loved Ice Cube, DJ Quick, like that. Uh, man, DJ, Quick, DJ Quick cold, bro. All that shit. So that was my mama vibe. So yeah. Okay, he said NWA. I like that. And uh, like I say, I'm big on production. Wu Tang production was, you know, wasn't all that to me. Uh, Rizzo is a fucking God, but the boom bap, just yeah. I can't hear that all day. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, so yeah, that shit threw me off. Yeah. See, <laughs> me, me personally too, being from the south, I feel like I didn't get into a lot of East Coast rap. Mm-hmm. I mainly was into Southern rap mm-hmm. and West Coast rap. Oh yeah. Like Cali, there was a whole lot of Cali whole, people that I jam, bro. Yep. Uh, CBD or TAC? Um, TAC personal CBD money. Yeah, yeah. Both. Can you say both? I'm telling you, both. B-O-F. Both. <laughs> both of them. Both. Uh, indica Sativa. Oh, I've always been an Indica guy. People know me. For I used to be the, huh? What? Okay. Yeah, I used to be perp man. I was known for the perp. All right. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I was yeah, a right. perp man. Yeah. No. You know what I'm saying? All right, so. <laughs> <laughs> you still kind of the perp man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I switched it over. Finally got legal with it. Yeah, I used to get it That's in. Funny. Yeah. Shout out to Weed Spot. Uh, papers or cigar? 
Cigar. To my man. Thank yeah. God. Bro, oh. fucking papers. Bong or pipe? Bong. Yeah. Take a stupid ass bong. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Bong will get you right. <laughs> I'm not really a fan of the bong or the pipe, but I definitely take yeah, the bong. Bong will lay your ass yeah, out. Yeah. Nice little ice chamber bong. You good. Swishers or backwoods? Um, I used to be swishers. I'm a backwood person now. For real? Yeah. He done went to the dark side. I actually like. I actually like rolling swisher leaves. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The backwood style. Yeah, I know yeah. what you're talking about. I know what you're I talking like about. Both of them. You should try them. You have both of them. Both. Let's go. Both. 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 Pablo Escobar, El Chapo. You said Pablo El Chapo? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I'm going to have to go ahead and go with the progenitor. I'm going to go with my boy Pablo. Yeah. Pablo had his own prison. Yeah. Come on I now. I love the way Chapo moved, but when a nigga can come and be like, hey, check this out. I pay off the whole country debt. Yeah. <laughs> Any type of shit like that. Like, girl, come on, B. Like, oh, you know what's funny? Uh, my husband wanted shit. to name my uh, our second son Escobar Evans. Hey. Oh, that would have been fire. fire. No, that's this is what's tape. funny. This is what's funny. I wanted, to, I, named, I wanted to name him Malcolm X Evans. He got Malcolm X Evans because Malcolm X or Escobar. Really? Oh yeah, you gotta you gotta keep it positive. Right, you know, like you gonna I name mean, our son a drug dealer, drug I lord? Got to. I'm gonna say I know I named my but son. But this is the funny part: you black and you want Escobar, and hey. I'm Mexican and I want Malcolm X. Hey. That's America. That's America. That baby. my folks is America. Okay, okay. Hey, I got three more for you, man. Uh-huh. Uh, Carter Cash. Um, I'm a cash man. Okay, cash yeah. is king. Speaking of cash, a hundred thousand cash or a million dollar credit limit. Oh, um, you said a million dollar credit limit? A hundred thousand cash yeah. or a million dollar credit limit? Million dollar credit limit. People understand what I can flip off that shit. I know. <laughs> I, I, I understand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to say million dollar credit, million dollar cash. So I said, that's when you say million dollar cash. No, nah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but now, nah, nah, I'm straight. Okay. Million dollar credit limit, I'm good. And uh, booty or boobies? Look at that. Booty or boobies? Booty. <laughs> yeah, booty man, you say. Booty. Real or fake or it don't matter? Oh, it gotta be real. Okay. Gotta be real. Yeah, gotta yeah. be real. Is there the, the fakes are option? <laughs> fakes like, very much an option. A lot, it's a lot of yeah. fake. Especially up there in that D, you don't see it. You won't see. You be like, whoo, whoo, shit. Well, there, there's two different kinds that's of fake. Way. There's the fake that you see and you like, oh, that's fake. Or there's the fake that you see and you like, you don't know. Mm, I don't like, know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? See, you gotta find the chicks that work out. Like they know how to get the thigh booty ratio. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> There's certain workouts they do. You gotta do. smooth that out. out. Some people don't know how out. to smooth that out. You know what I mean? Maybe like Should too crazy, dramatic, man. too too big of a difference. Next thing you know, you looking like Nikki. Man, you know? fucked up. All of them. Yep, that should be crazy, man. They're trying to look like cartoon some, No, but some girls look perfect though. Some girls do look good with their fake booties. I just don't know if it jiggles like mine. Yeah. <laughs> it also depends. It also depends on where they do it. You gotta go to the right, right. You you can't right. you can't go to the hookup in Mexico. You can't go or, you to know you know can't go to Laredo to yeah. Florida. Like you don't have to go to she like going the, to the valley and get <laughs> that shit crazy. Crazy. You don't even get put to sleep for them. <laughs> you, you you ain't got no rapid fires to add to that. I was gonna say Beyonce or Rihanna. Riri. Rap a lot or screwed up quick? Uh, rap a lot. Um, who else? Did I, no Limit or Hot Boys? Hot Boys. Who else? I don't know. What else? Uh, 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 Jay-Z or Ice Cube, which you kind of already... Jay-Z or Ice Cube? Yeah. I'm going with Hove because I got Hove on my Hove on my top five list higher than Cube. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah all right. There, there was some good rapid fires. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I messed with those. 
right, man. This next one. Oh, my man. You <laughs> this next one, man, we got, uh, it's called Smash, Mary Kill. You know what I mean? Nah, I did shit with Cam early. <laughs> Cam over here giving us away. Yeah. I know, right? Because yeah. we did Cam, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he didn't like his answers. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, smash, marry, kill. You know, this is where we name three people. You got to smash one, marry one, you got to kill one. Yeah. So, first three options I got for you, man. I got Halle Berry, mm -hmm. I got Kerry Washington, mm -hmm. and I got Taraji P. Henson. Mm -hmm. You got smash one, marry one, kill one. Who you got? Okay, yeah, I'm a... Um, I see where this Mary is going. Taraji. <laughs> I'm a probably smash... Halle Berry. <laughs> No, nah, I'm smash Carrie and I'm gonna kill Halle. Oh my God! Oh, that's you gonna kill Halle? Yeah, I'm gonna take Halle out of there. She didn't have that's fun. That's very he surprising. He said she didn't have fun. She didn't have fun. You, have you not watched Monster Ball? Like yeah, really? Yeah, you know, a long time ago. That might be half the reason he wanted to kill her. Yeah, so she didn't have fun, man. He's like, fuck her. She kill had her. Billy Bob throwing. She aight. I feel like she had a life. She didn't have Billy Bob. I feel like <laughs> said she had Billy Bob. She had Billy Bob. You can't compete. You can't compete. That's a life. That's a life. I just like, that's it, hey, man. Billy Bob was in there, bro. He was Billy, in. Oh. He was getting it in. Yeah, he was a fool, boy. That's so funny. Hey, so funny. I salute Billy Bob, man. Yeah, yeah, I cannot. See, like, if, if it was me, if, if somebody asked me the same question, Smash, Mary, Kill, Halle Berry, K. Washington, I would probably say, I would probably say, I'm going to smash Halle Berry just because it's legendary. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm a Mary that Car vintage. I'm a Mary Carey Washington because I have a crush on Carey Washington yeah. anyways. That's why she's on this list. And Taraji P. Henson, I'm sorry. See. She got to go. You killing cookies. She got to go. Taraji, and, my girl. Hey, and I love Taraji. There's been times they go, that was the crush, but nah, she got to go. Taraji, man. my girl. She actually came to my little sister play mm. last week. Um, acting so yeah, Taraji, that's my boo. He's like, I'm marrying her. That's the boo. <laughs> yeah. He married her last week. What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout out Soul Rep Theater. You know that's um yeah. Click my little sister's part of now. So yeah, salute to little sister. Yeah, she's a full blown actor now. It's awesome. Amazing. That's awesome. So R.I.P. Taraji. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. <laughs> you know. <laughs> It happens. You got to pick. You got to pick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got three more for you, man. Let's go. <laughs> Smash, Mary kill. I got Shakira, Ooh. Lizzo, Ooh. and Rihanna. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Give them three. Um. Smash Lizzo. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and smash... No, I'm going to go ahead and marry uh, Riri. Okay. Smash Shakira. And hit Lizzo with that feel. <laughs> Lizzo not making it. She yeah, out of she there. Making it, man. She out of there. She having too much fun already. Man, she going to teach me how to have fun this summer. I know that. That girl, that <laughs> fool. She a fool with I it. I said, Lizzo done got me canceling my membership and everything. Who needs to Who needs to lose weight with Lizzo out here wilding <laughs> out? Wilding. Baby, if she look good, I look good. We in there. Too. Confidence is wild. Yes, I need that confidence. That's what it's all about. That's what I love about it more than anything, her confidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she just, she super just take it. Too. She just take it overboard with the antics. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> no, that's what it is. But, you know, uh, so uh, speaking of antics, it's 2020. DQ, yeah. DQ don't partake in antics, you know what I'm saying? On these, I'm you know, to to generate that traffic. But nah, nah, how do you to... feel about the game right now with the uh, with with people using the antics and the Instagram stuff like that to kind of do that that um, angle? Um, I look at it as um, like I say, double edged sword. You know, I can't never knock a person hustle. Do what you got to do to get hot. For sure. Just make sure you stay hot. Like I say, it's all about having the energy to stay in the room. Um, just make sure it doesn't define you or box you, put you in a box. You know, most people got to rely on um, different personas or rely on um, 
um, a gimmick in order to do what they got to do. You know, most people just rely on who they are. Mm-hmm. You know, who they are becomes the image that they want to portray. So, to each his own. You know, it ain't for me to judge, man. Who am I? I'm just trying to make it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Go. Everybody got their own way. You know, it's just like, I, I, I feel like what you say is true though. It's, it's, it's about what's gonna happen when that phase if you can make it last right. you can figure out how to how, how to make it last mm-hmm. and do you but if it's not gonna last uh it, it to me it can't hurt you, you oh yeah I mean? it can definitely hurt you for sure for yeah. sure for sure for sure you staring at me for like you guys <laughs> <laughs> shout out mary jane she got this uh shout out barbara abby for her her bling blings her little crown she got her too you know what i'm saying uh barbara, crown. barbara abby got our teeth super white before yes, the hip-hop doc premiere yes you know she what I'm did saying? shout out to barbara abby if you're trying to get your teeth white all you rappers out there who yeah, got them yellow teeth look before your video shoot get your get do your it. teeth whitened right. yeah you gotta get it right you gotta get it right man so so what's next for dq man it, it, it's 2020 it, it, it's man. only it's it's not even we're not even halfway through 2020 you know what i mean man, like I, know. Uh, I didn't already drop two albums this year i know you was a, you, you, <laughs> Damn. You, you was official a3c uh you was official a3c last year yeah yeah yeah. so uh is a3c you think a3c is in your in your path this year as well yeah yeah i'm gonna fall back through like i say atlanta second home yeah. i was gonna fall through if not um be down there to create some music, like yeah. always. But um, yeah, I was blessed to be a speaker and be a performer for A three C last year. Dope. That was pretty dope. So um, yeah, of course A three C be on my schedule. Um, I got some more tours that's gonna be lined up during the summer. Got some more projects coming. Um, shout out Stone Mecca. You know, he's the reason why I got up. Um, was on the Wu Tang tour. Yeah. Um, being on Stone Mecca set. Um, me and him got some stuff coming. Um, of course Black Sun. We dropping some more projects. Got some shit coming with Galaxy Nine. Shout out Galaxy Nine and my people right there. So yeah, they be I, got, I got a lot of shit going, bro. From our um, Twitch show that we do every Sunday, G Nine. From me hosting at the Nines every other weekend. From um, songwriting for other artists, industry collab labs and mixes. I'm everywhere. So, yeah. and I got a podcast that's coming. Um, uh, no worries podcast. Um, okay. Me, Trey Galactica, D Phase. We got that coming. So it's just a whole bunch of stuff I got going. Oh, yeah. Um, Beats and Creeks. <laughs> uh, my fishing show. Okay. I got that coming. Beats and Creeks. Go. That's gotta, coming. I got to get on that, Oh, bro. you definitely coming. Um, I was fishing. waiting. I was waiting on, um, waiting on the spring to get here, but the weather's getting right, so Beats and Creeks getting ready to come. I'm about to start doing some shooting for that. So, um, yeah, I'm just staying busy. Got to go to L.A. in April. Got to go to Miami. Yeah, I just got a lot of shit going, man. Yeah, That's awesome. Man. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, man. Hey, hey, and I'm going to tell y'all, man, when he say he be fishing, bro, he don't be lying. Y'all go I'm to his page and look. I low-key be kind of salty because he be <laughs> he be fishing in them little city drains and he be pulling out some killers, yeah, killer, some man. slabs. Gotta make it happen. Buckets. Gotta make it happen. Yeah, y'all man. Y'all already know. Shout out, um, shout out to the fam. I got my own line, own line of catfish dough bait, um, Easy Dough. You know, hit me up if y'all want to batch it. Look at him. I got the one yeah, with the catfish dope, I got all that. So, yeah, hit me <laughs> up. Awesome. Hit me up online. Um, hit me up on Amazon. We can make it work. <laughs> What's something you would tell a kid, like, whether they're at Dean Highland or, you know, whatever, here in Waco, who who wants to get into music? What's something you would tell them? Some some motivation. Um, I tell them you got to believe it. You got to see it. Before you believe it, because everybody else is going to believe it when they see it. Mm. So I'm going to tell them, you know, if you're going to do this, make sure you know what you're doing. You know, make sure that you study up on it. Make sure that you focused up on it. And if you really and truly behind it, you know, 
the laws of attraction is going to happen. Yeah. So yeah, just stay true to your um, true your beliefs. Stay true true to you, and uh, you can make it happen. Right, manifesting it. You got to yep, manifest yep. it, man. You got to speak stuff into existence, mm-hmm. but gotcha. you also got to work. You know gotcha. That's how the universe works. Yeah. You say it, and you become the person you need to in order to reach that goal. Definitely. That's the that's the magic behind it. Yeah, the process is real, bro. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people try to skip the process, man. The process. Nah, you're gonna get exposed. Right. You're gonna get exposed. You can't. You can never skip a step in the process because you're going to get exposed. No matter if you feel like you got away with that or you slick by, no matter amount of time that passes, you're going to get exposed for skipping that step, and you're going to get knocked back. Yep. So you might as well just take every step. Right. Um. While we was talking about the Wu Tang earlier, one thing I didn't ask you was what was one of your favorite times from the Wu Tang tour. I know that I know like you know being on the road with legends and stuff oh, like yeah. that. You gotta have some some times that just man, yeah, that shit was just crazy. Actually, being with every single fucking member except for That's ODB, like, you know, RP RDB, but YDB was there. His son okay. was there, but um, just being in the room and smoking with him, just passing backwoods. You know, I'm talking over here with Jizza and passing the blunt to Raekwon yeah. type shit. Wow. Ghostface <laughs> yeah. over there in the corner talking about some shit. Capadonna over there popping this shit. <laughs> Rizzo walking by the room laughing at us. Like, shit was just crazy, bro. Yeah. Just being on the whole vibes. Just um, just uh, what we had to do every night because it was show after party after after party. Show mm. after party after after party. Uh. Show after party. <laughs> and they did that shit for four day straight and that's just the Texas run yeah. and I was tired by the third night I'm like bro I ain't going to no after after party bro. I'm good <laughs> after after like, after party <laughs> yeah that shit was wild cause it's wild that um as soon as I got off tour I had to catch a flight to Florida I mean to Atlanta for A3C yeah I was fresh off the tour when I made it to Atlanta so yeah. I was tired from that shit so it was just wild man that, that road life is amazing but just being there with legends and soaking up game man seeing what they do. Um, one thing I learned is how they do merch. Their merchandise game is fucking amazing. It's yeah. genius. And it's million dollar nights every time they have a show because they're going to sell out the show. They're going to sell out a merch. Yeah. It's like, it's just fucking amazing, bro. And this, what I loved is we went to Dallas, they made a cowboy color Wu-Tang shirt. Yeah. We went to Houston, they made a Texas color Wu-Tang shirt. Mm. We went to San Antonio, they made a Spurs color mm, Wu-Tang. But they was killing. They went to Austin, they didn't do one. They should have did UT. Yeah. They was like, damn, we didn't think about it. I was like, bro, y'all would have sold out. Y'all yeah. missed out on another million dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's just crazy how they do their merch. So um, shout out Wu-Tang, fucking greatest rap group ever when it come to global iconic wise. The fact that they can still get together too. That's yeah, awesome. that was wild. It was the um, 25th anniversary of the 36th Chamber Tour. Wow. So yeah, that shit was monumental. Once in a lifetime. Once in a lifetime and DQ was there. Right. Yeah, right there. Waco Zone. That's awesome. Representing, man. I seen Representing. the videos, bro. The crowds looked awesome. Man, it's actually, um, it's a whole documentary that's getting ready to drop. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we, we got footage, behind the scenes footage, footage of every show is getting ready to drop. Okay. Um it's uh gonna be a f- um for my boy Stone Mecca. It's gonna be a shit. But when it drops, I'm gonna make sure I show it to where all platforms awake and get it. Awesome. Yeah, 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 for sure. You yeah, let us know, man. We'll make sure and plug it when it comes out. That shit gonna be hot. Yeah, man. You know, we all about it. You know, the private hip hop podcast, the private hip hop parties, just private hip hop brand in general, bro. We got a lot of love for you. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. I mean? Salute, yeah. man. Vice versa. I do whatever for the podcast, yeah. for the private hip hop party and family. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Now, whatever you got going on, bro, you got uh you you got like some show. Like you personally gonna throw a show or something at one point in time, you let us know, man. We're trying to come through and, and oh, post up. You know, it's definitely, definitely gonna happen. I'm with the shit, man. I'm with the shit. Already, already, already. Yeah, man. Uh, I, I, before we move on from the A3C, bro, yeah. one of my favorite. I've been to A3C and uh-huh. and 
What I like about A3C is like some of the venues and stuff that they pick to host stuff in, bro, be live. Like I went to a Bun B show yeah. that was in the back room of a bar. Uh-huh. It only held like it didn't even hold a hundred people, bro. Like it was small. Yeah. But he could like put on a show for them people live. And he brought in all kinds of people, like Big Crit, Ritz, all it's kinds crazy, of people. Bro. And it was like there was a line, like you know, the whole time the show was going, there was a line from that back door in that bar all the way through the bar down the street, and it was full. So like if two people came out to go use the restroom, yeah. they couldn't get back in. Two other people got to go in. <laughs> and like being in that little bitty space, yeah. man, that shit was, that shit was crazy. I that feel shit was you. Super I feel live. You. Ain't nothing like them moments. Nothing like those moments. Yeah, man. So I, I, I definitely that that was something that stuck with me, man. I, it definitely makes me want to go back. I've only been the one time. Yeah. So if you are a part of A three C this year, you definitely got to let me know. I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely stepping gonna out. hit you up, man. I'm gonna make it happen. Like I say, I'm down there. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Tell the people where they can follow you, where they can uh, listen to your music, all that. Yeah, man. Good. Check me out. Um, you can follow me on Instagram DQ two five four TX. That's DQ two five four TX. Um, Spotify, DQ Hampton. I got two accounts on there. You can click on both of them. One of them got majority of the albums. The other one's got singles and Lucy's. Um, you can go to my Bandcamp, um, www.bandcamp.blacksun.com. You got to see where I got all my 20 albums. Well, I said 20 albums. All my 12 albums. Over 30 <laughs> plus albums, um, record label wise. Um, let me see. Black Sun Media TV. Um, you can check me out on YouTube. Got that popping. All the videos going um Fuel City just dropped. Shout out Fuel City. Um the Hamptons, my brother D Phase, Trey Galactica. But yeah, look me up, man. Google DQ Hampton. I ain't Dairy Queen, but I does my motherfucking thing. Man. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> Already, man. Well, it was a pleasure having you, bro, as always. The next time you got some major shit going on, you dropping some shit, you make sure and let us know, man. We're gonna invite you back. You know what I mean? 100. It's, it's, it's been an awesome chopping it up with you. I can't wait to catch the next show. You always kill the stage. Yeah, yeah. So, man, with all that being said, this has been the hey. private hip hop motherfucking podcast. Yay! We out! Peace! What's up? This your boy One Mind Media, and you watching a private hip hop podcast with Prescription and Mary Jane on the Road Media Network. This has been Road Media Network Podcast.